everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, This is super exciting. We're now on episode three, so welcome back, or welcome if you're new. I'm Maggie, and this is the It's Just Right podcast, and I'm so excited to have you guys here and listening today. Be sure to go back and listen to our other episodes when you're done with this one so you can be all caught up. Our episodes, they do go up every Saturday and at 10.30 a.m., so if you want to mark it on your calendars or just be really prompt to listen, you can do that. So I'm wishing everybody a really great week as we are kind of heading into the new week, the first full week of, or the second full week of February. Yeah, I had to picture it in my head what a calendar looked like for a second, but I'm pretty sure we are going to be entering the second full week of February whenever this episode goes out. So wishing everyone just, you know, good thoughts, positive vibes, you know, a good outlook on the upcoming month. Um, I am so happy that January is over. January, oh, I hate January so much. It feels like the longest month for me out of all of the months. It is one of my least favorites. It's just, it's not my friend I feel like it goes by so slow. So it felt like we were in January for literally ever. So I'm so happy that that's over and that we are now in February because it kind of feels like the year is moving along, which is really nice. So I wanted to start off this episode with a quote that I haven't been able to stop thinking about since I read it. Um, So I don't know if you guys will recognize him like just by his name because, like, I don't know what kind of music you listen to, but the drummer of Five Seconds of Summer, Ashton Irwin, he put something on Twitter the other day, and his wording his wording was kind of off, but, like, the gist of what he was saying was that no amount of anxiety has ever changed the outcome, and that, like, that just blew my mind <laughs> for whatever reason. That has really stuck with me since I heard it, and I don't know. I feel like that's that's a really good piece of advice for everybody because for me, I'm not someone that really deals with anxiety. I don't have anxiety about a lot of things, um, which I feel really grateful for because I know a lot of people that do suffer with anxiety and they have to deal with that and find ways to kind of cope with it. But I feel like you can apply that to a lot of different like aspects of your life. So do with that what you will. No amount of anxiety will ever change the outcome. I think that is, oh, I just love it so much. I really haven't been able to stop thinking about it. So, yeah. So let's do our weekly catch-up. So I went to school on... Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday of this week. So I went for I went to school three days this week. And I feel like school, well, I guess it would have been last week. I feel like school last week wasn't overly stressful, which was really nice because I feel like ever since we've gone back to in-person school, I've just felt a little bit like overwhelmed with everything, like with just the having to get used to the new routine and having to like remember what Wednesdays I'm in the building and what Wednesdays I'm not in the building 
and then like juggling how much work I'm doing on my off days and how much work I'm doing on my school days. It's just, it's been a process to like figure out for myself. So I feel like this week wasn't overly stressful because I feel like I'm starting to kind of get the gist of um, working out my routine and just getting used to everything and juggling all of my work and then all of the things that I want to do with friends and then things that I just want to do in life. So I kind of feel like we're reaching a good medium now, which feels really good. Um, But I think I talked about this in our last episode just a little bit. But I took my geometry test on Tuesday, and I stressed myself out over that stupid little geometry test way more than I should have. Like, it was so terrible. I spent all of Monday preparing myself for the test. I watched a study guide video. I watched videos on YouTube to refresh my mind. I looked back at a bunch of notes that I had taken, and then I made my own study guide that was like, way different from the study guide that she gave us to like fill out because the study guide she gave us was so terrible because everything wasn't like it wasn't sectioned out it was just like a bunch of problems like mixed together so I had to make my own study guide with like different sections and it was color coordinated to like the different types of things that we were learning within sections so I spent a lot of time preparing myself for this test and then I get to school on Tuesday and I take the test and I'm stressing out and I don't know what to expect and I don't know how I'm going to do on it and I still haven't gotten my grade back for it. Um, I'm hoping to get it this week but who knows you know teachers can be quite unpredictable sometimes with their grading and when they get it back to you but I stressed myself out about that way more than I should have and it honestly it goes back to that quote that I mentioned earlier where no amount of anxiety has ever changed the outcome because that is so true like no matter how much that I stressed myself out about it or how much I worried about it or worked myself up about it whatever happens happens you know it's not like I can go back and do it again and it's not like I can you know, go back in time to a week ago and prepare myself more than I already did for it. So I don't, you know, the outcome isn't going to change. So I shouldn't have worried about it that much, but it, it is what it is. We just have to deal with what is and focus on what's in front of us, not on things that have happened in the past, which that is something that I'm trying to work on because I think I dwell on things that happened in the past way too much and I don't focus on what's in front of me enough because I mean it's literally like it is what it is what happened in the past happened you can't think about it because it already happened you've already dealt with it or maybe you haven't dealt with it and you need to go back and you have to you know focus on it and you have to deal with it and you have to get all of your thoughts together about it before you can move on and that's fine if you have to do that but like do it sooner rather than later because you are going to end up stressing yourself out way too much later on down the line if you don't work out what you need to work out now. So that is my advice to you is to, you know, just get everything in order. Think about what's in front of you. Don't focus on what was or what happened in the past because it is what it is. That's a great saying. It is what it is. 
So I spent my weekend with my friend Lily, which was really great. Lily and I don't get to hang out all that often, but when we do, it is a lot of fun because I, I, I just love spending time with her. So we watched the movie me before you and I kept calling it love actually and I know the difference between the movies I've never seen love actually but like I know what it's about so I I just I kept calling it love actually and I think it confused a lot of people that I was talking to that weekend but we watched me before you if you've seen that movie please let me know your thoughts about it like not even joking like dm me on the podcast account and tell me your thoughts about it because I can't make up my mind about whether I liked it or not because like it is a sad movie like if if that was their goal they got that across but I feel like the writing was really weird like at some points I was like ah oh, this is good but then I was like ooh why did she just say that like I I don't know I can't I just can't quite wrap my mind around it yet and I would love to have other opinions if you've seen it um and then I went thrifting with my mom this weekend which was so great um I really feel like I hit it big at the thrift stores this weekend I found a lot of like cool pieces that I am just I am so excited for I washed them all last night and they are hanging up to dry this is my new piece of advice for all of you that I have just like started figuring out but I so I don't know a lot about like fabric and material like I know that if a shirt is like a hundred percent cotton and you wash it and you dry it like it's going to shrink Um, so, like, sometimes, like, if you buy things online, then you have to check and see what it's made of, and if it's made out of cotton, then they'll usually say that it's, like, pre-shrunk or something like that, so you don't have to worry about it, but, like, other than that, I don't know a lot about materials or fabrics and clothing, so, like, I don't know what I'm dealing with, so when I go thrifting, like, I just, I find pieces that I like, but I don't know what I'm dealing with and I don't know what's going to last and what's not going to last. So this is my piece of advice for all of you that go thrifting or that go secondhand shopping or if you go to a charity shop or something like that. Whatever you buy, like wash it in your washing machine. Make sure you use cold water because then you know that like the colors aren't going to mix together. So like wash it with cold water and then hang it up to dry. Don't put it in the dryer because I found this like beautiful striped sweater at a thrift store like two months ago and I dried it. I only wore it like three times. So I dried it like three times and the shirt just kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller and then eventually it was like toddler size so I couldn't wear it anymore. So everything that you buy from your thrift store just like if you're when you're doing laundry and if you're washing like thrifted clothes with like normal pieces of clothes that you've bought like just pick them out of the washer and then hang them up to dry because then like you can ensure that that piece of clothing like it'll last you longer because I hated having to give away that striped sweater So, you know, just hang everything up to dry. Then you don't have to worry about it shrinking and you don't have to worry about the fabrics ripping or like getting tangled up with other like sleeves in the dryer. So because your dryer can be really unfriendly sometimes when it comes to washing things, things can get tangled and then they rip. So anyways, that was a little tangent. Sorry about that. But um, I feel like I bought a lot of cool things. I feel like I bought a lot of like timeless pieces that I'm going to be able to style 
with literally everything. It's like things that will never go out of style. I'm going to be able to, I'm going to be able to like wear it a bunch of different ways with a bunch of different pants and a bunch of different shoes, which is amazing because I have recently become more aware of fast fashion and like what it is and like just how terrible it is. So buying secondhand feels so good because I know I know like the benefit that the earth and that myself that I'm getting from it. So I'm not going to like talk about fast fashion right now because that is a big topic that if I would ever talk about it, I would A, need to do more research and B, I would have to dedicate a whole episode to it because there's just so much about it. But I feel like the more you can educate yourself about fast fashion, like the better off that you'll just be because I didn't know that it was as bad as it was. So now it's something that I'm like really looking out for. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a bunch of like a bunch of resources in the description of this podcast episode that you can look at when you're done with when you're done listening to this episode so that you can look those things up and read up or watch up or listen up on some information about fast fashion because I really feel like that is something that we should all be informing ourselves about. So yeah, I'm happy to leave you some resources in the description. These are like resources that I have watched or that I have listened to myself. So I'm not just like feeding you like information that I haven't taken in myself. So yeah. So what Today's episode is kind of like, I don't know, I described it on Instagram as just like a more like deeper topic than kind of what we've talked about before. And I guess I feel that way because it like it hits me hard and like it just it's something that pertains to me and I feel like it's something that pertains to a lot of people. So we're talking about like society's beauty standards and like just what the world thinks is pretty and what the world thinks isn't pretty and like just I don't know I don't really know how to describe it so let's talk about society's beauty standards right so like the idea in society is that you have to always look perfect and you can't have any flaws and you have to look put together all the time and I just I wanted to say this that like these standards, they apply to both men and women because I feel like in like our society, these like when we talk about beauty standards, oftentimes, and I find myself doing this sometimes too, but oftentimes they're like, like the tone is geared towards women, like only women can be affected by this. But I have like seen men struggle with like the ideal beauty standard for men and I've like seen them have to talk about it and deal with it and so I just wanted to like put that out there that like the standards and like the criteria for beauty that the society comes up with it affects both men and women so just wanted to say that and put that out there so like these standards right like that you always look pretty that you're always put together or whatever they are so impossible to reach like they're not even realistic and like I know that you guys know what I'm talking about like with beauty standards and stuff and a lot of them are like double standards so like they don't ever make any sense but just the 
fact of like the situation is that they're unrealistic like you can't expect that out of anybody it's not an accurate portrayal of any human that has ever walked the earth because we all have bad days and we all have good days we all go through different things and we all just i don't even know how to like describe it but like these standards they're they're so mind-blowing because someone out there thought that this was a good idea to put these standards on the men and women in our society and say, if you don't meet every single one of these, then you're not worthy of anything and you should feel bad about yourself and you should look down on yourself because you, you just don't meet, you just don't meet the requirements, which is so crazy to me. And like, we we can't hold ourselves to these standards because they just, they can't be reached by any degree. It's like, I don't know, I'm trying to come up with an analogy on the spot, but like, say you're like four foot tall and you have a shelf that is seven feet tall and like, you don't have a counter to stand on. You don't have a ladder to get. It's literally, it's just four foot you and the seven foot cabinet. You are never going to be able to reach that cup that is on the very top shelf of that cabinet. So like, don't even try. So my point with that analogy is like, don't try to meet the standards. Don't try to fit in and don't try to make yourself like the photocopy of the standards because you're just, you're not going to reach them because they are so unrealistic. And that's not how anybody should think beauty is because that puts so much stress and so much unnecessary like baggage on people, especially teenagers that are growing into themselves and trying to figure out exactly who they are and just what they want to do with themselves. So uh, I don't even, ooh, it is just, it really bothers me that people think badly about themselves when there is nothing bad about them. So like define beauty for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like ask yourself what beauty means to you and what it looks like to you and then live up to your own standards. Don't live up to anybody else's. Don't try to follow Amy. Don't try to follow John, Susie, whatever. You know, live up to your own standards because that is what matters. It's not up to anybody else to decide what is or is not beautiful or for them to decide what is worthy and what's not worthy. It's not up to them. It's not up to them. It's up to you. It's up to you to sit down and say, you know what? I am beautiful and I have bad days sometimes and I don't always look my best, but that's okay. That's my standard and I'm going to live up to that. And I'm not going to put pressure on myself to meet my standard. And I'm not going to put pressure on other people to meet my standard because they have their own standards. They have their own thing that they're trying to live up to. They have their own their own body that they're trying to grow to love. They have their own style that they're trying to master. They have a new hairstyle that they're trying to figure out. So I'm not going to hold them up to my standards. I'm just going to hold myself up to my standards. And if I don't reach them then that's fine because my standards can change. They're not set in stone. You know, they're not planted seven feet in the ground. I can pick them up and I can change them and I can erase them and I can write some new ones because this is all up to you. Do things to meet your own standards and don't bend yourself out of shape to meet 
the standards of someone else, to satisfy what someone else wants their standard to be. Because it's not worth it for you to jump through hoops and to step on rocks of fire to make yourself qualify for other people's standards. Because what you think is beautiful in your own mind, in your own element, that is what matters for yourself. And you don't need to apologize for your imperfections that don't match up with somebody else's definition of beauty. Because that that's just like, that is the gateway to putting yourself into a bad headspace. You know what I'm saying? Don't apologize for not doing your hair that one day just because Amy has her hair done every day. Amy wakes up at four o'clock in the morning to get her ringlet tight curls and then put on her best outfit ever when you hit snooze once and then now your hair is just in a ponytail and you're wearing leggings. Don't apologize for that. Don't say, oh, I'm sorry that I don't look my best today because it's fine. It's not worth an apology. It's not worth saying, oh, I'm sorry about this because there's nothing to be sorry about. Like, that's just you. That's how it happened that day. That's how it is. And that's not something to be ashamed of or to apologize for. Like, stop saying, oh, sorry, I don't look my best because I didn't get to wash my face this morning because I ran out of time. Like, it's fine. Like, at least you got there. At least you got where you needed to be. At least you got out of bed and put on your shoes and they're on the right feet and they're tied. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just live up to what you want your own standard to be. We shouldn't let the ideas of the world measure our beauty. We shouldn't let these unrealistic, impossible to reach standards define what beauty is for everybody because everyone's different. You know, I saw this thing once that it's like, if we all went on the exact same diet for a year, we would all still look different. You know, we all have different body types. We have different genetics. We have, I mean, we're all just different. So even if we all did the exact same thing, We would just be completely different people at the end of the day. So it's just not worth stressing yourself out over and bidding yourself out of shape because the point is, like, these standards, man, they are so ridiculous. So, you know, I feel like at this point I'm just repeating myself, but it's up to you to decide how you want to be and how you want to live. It's not up to other people to define your beauty it's up to you. You have to get up every morning and you have to say to yourself, I am worthy. I I look great. Look fab, feel fab. You know, you've got this. It's all good. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't stress yourself out over it because I'm here to tell you right now that you're beautiful no matter what other people are saying about you or what you think about yourself. You're, you're just, you're so worthy of so many things. So don't let the little things that society says drag you down because it's not worth it at the end of the day. At the end of the day, what matters is how you're feeling mentally. It's how you're feeling physically. Do things for yourself. Don't do things to satisfy other people. So I think the reason that this episode is just like so personal to me is because like I came like face to face with society's beauty standards and not holding myself up to my own definition of beauty this week. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit because 
and this is like me being vulnerable, right? But I feel like the way that we really connect with people in our lives is by being vulnerable. And it takes a lot out of people to share vulnerability with people, but I feel like that's how we really get to know like how someone is feeling and what someone is thinking. So appreciate vulnerability and don't throw it away and don't hide it. And don't be dismissed if you are vulnerable and the other person is not being vulnerable because they'll come around to it at some point. But I wanted to talk on this. So I have, I struggled with acne for years. I mean, forever. I have struggled with acne and it was a super long battle and it really took a toll on my mental health at one point because all I could do was focus on my acne and it just it took up so much of my mind and so much of everything in my life honestly that I couldn't think about anything else like it really hit me and it really took a toll on me and it took up all of my thoughts so my freshman year of high school I feel so lucky that I was able to start taking Accutane and let me tell you I is life-changing that is that was so life-changing and such a turnaround for me because someone that had been dealing with acne since sixth grade and it was horrible and it was all over my forehead and I couldn't do anything about it and for and I was so upset and so worked up about it for so many years and then to finally see a turnaround and to see a switch in just my face I felt so amazing and I feel so incredibly lucky that I was able to take Accutane because I know for some people that it is just like completely not an option for them because there are so many little logistics and so many things that go into the process of taking Accutane that like some people they just literally can't take it. So I feel so lucky that I was able to take it and I'm so grateful for that and that is not something that I want to like I don't know, like dismiss at all in my life. I want to really be appreciative of that. So I'm like, I can't recommend Accutane because like I'm not a dermatologist, but if you struggle with acne, then I would recommend just asking them about it. Just asking them what Accutane is about, do your own research on it, see if you think that's a good fit for you and just explore that option. But that is all I'm going to say about that. Um, that's just such a big topic that like I myself cannot like speak on because I'm not a licensed dermatologist but I like I said I'm just so thankful that I was able to take Accutane um so now that like my acne is pretty much all gone whenever I get just like a little breakout somewhere I mean it literally freaks me out because I think back to life before I took Accutane and how bad my acne was and how like mentally draining it was for me. I just, I think back to all of that so quickly and I, it just, it scares me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go back to that. I'm going to go back to being that sad girl that is going to cake a bunch of makeup on her face to try and cover it. And then she's going to be so self-conscious when she walks into school And all of this stuff, and I mean, it literally, it scares me so much. And I know that probably sounds so irrational to some people, but for me in my life, that is something that it just, it genuinely scares me. So I think it was like Monday, I woke up and I had this pimple on my forehead and I was like, okay, not that big of a deal. 
it's only one of them calm down like don't freak yourself out about it so I have like you know if I think most of you know what I'm talking about like little pimple patches that they're not medicated they just somehow like suck the bad stuff out of the pimple I don't know how it works I don't know the science behind it but I was like okay I'll just put a pimple patch on and then we'll wake up tomorrow and it'll all be good put me pimple patch on went to bed and then woke up the next day and took it off and no it was so much more irritated than it was the day before and I was like oh this is concerning so that night I was like uh, well then I will put on some spot cream because that actually has like medication in it it's got benzoyl peroxide in it you know we'll work on that then it'll be better nope absolute false I woke up the next day and my whole forehead was burned like from where I put the spot cream my forehead was like acid burned from it and it was so bad it was so bad my skin was so irritated and it was so red and splotchy and it was so dry and like even now a week later my forehead is still dry from it so uh, I had to go to school that day and I was like this is horrible because I couldn't put like concealer on it because my skin was so dry that it would have looked horrible so I was just so self-conscious about it and like that whole week at school I literally couldn't stop thinking about it and it filled like every inch of my mind I was like oh great so now when I look at people and people look back at me and I start talking to them all they're gonna notice is my forehead that's it that's all they're gonna see is my burnt forehead because I put spot cream on it and it it was so like it was just a it, uh, I don't even know how to describe it but it was like a horrible thing to have to face and have to deal with for me because like like I said earlier like it's just something that doesn't sit well with me anymore now that I have fought my acne so it it was just bad and it was genuinely ruining my week I because I couldn't stop thinking about it so I even I wrote down in my journal this little message that I wanted to share with you um and it says, why do I zero in on the one thing out of place and allow it to put me in a negative headspace? That kind of rhymes. <laughs> but it's true. There was just one little thing that for me personally was just a little out of place and was a little, you know, not exactly as I had planned it for it to be. And now I let it ruin my whole week. I let it put me in a bad headspace. I let it just completely take a toll on me. And then, boom, there I was just thinking about it. And I was like, at some point, you have to stop thinking about it. Because you know that you're more than the little burn spot on your forehead. Or for, like, other people, like, you're more, you know you're more than, like, your body figure. Or you know that you're more than your hair texture. Or whatever it is for you that makes you feel self-conscious. You know that you're more than that. So, at some point, you just have to stop thinking about it. Like, we can't let the insignificant details get to us. Because that's exactly what they are. They're insignificant. They don't matter in the long run. They, they don't deserve time in your head they don't deserve your mental health 
they don't deserve to take a toll on you because they're just that. They're insignificant details that don't matter. So I also wanted to share with you this quote that I think I could be quoting this wrong, but it's something along the lines of like, you're only as pretty as your heart is. And I feel like that is so important. And I feel like that's not something that we talk about enough, just like in the world, in our society. So like work on your heart, you know, like work on building character, work on building personality, because that's the stuff that really matters. Like the way that you treat others and the way that you interact with people is way more important than your appearance. And that is, that's just so true. That is so important. And it's something that we need to focus on more because your attitude, like, is what sticks with me. Like, when I meet people or when I talk to people, their attitude is what sticks with me. And that's what I end up telling other people. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's really nice because she said this or she did this or, ah, that's not the nicest person because they said this to somebody else and then they treated this person this way and that's just not a positive thing. So those are like the types of things that I tell people instead of, oh, you know, she had a spot on her face or, oh, her lips were kind of chapped. I don't tell people those things because those are the things that don't matter. I tell them about your personality and about your attitude and really like about the way that you treat other people. So, like, work on your heart because you're only as pretty as your heart is because that that type of stuff, it really is what matters and that's what goes a long way. So, that that's what I think we should be focusing on rather than trying to get everything right to fit beauty standards and beauty definitions. So, my cat came to join us now. He's sitting on my lap right now as I'm recording. So if you hear like purring, that is where it's coming from. <laughs> so now, um, like we do every episode, we are going to wrap it up with our small joys. So I have two for this week. So um, I don't think like any of you know this, like unless you know me in real life, but I have never had braces. So um like, they told me to get braces, like, when I was young, but then, like, I kept declining and kept declining that I didn't want them, which was a huge mistake because now I don't really like my teeth. <laughs> um, and, I mean, there's something that I've, there, I've grown to like them over the years, but they're just not the way that I want them to, and I really do wish that I would have gotten braces, but, like, for me personally, like, braces just don't seem to be the thing for me to do right now my cat just left. Um, so I am doing Smile Direct Club. If any of you have done Smile Smile Direct Club, please tell me about it and please let me know your thoughts because I'm really interested to hear about your journey with it and see what you thought about it. So, um, they are currently making my aligners. I got an email yesterday that said that they were making my aligners, which is so exciting because that means here soon I will have them, then I will be on the road to getting a better smile. I'm so excited. That's literally a great small joy for me. Um, And then another one is the weather. So 
Um, snow is my absolute favorite, and I think I've probably said it before too, but snow is just the best, and it has been snowing a lot here recently, which is amazing, and I mean, there's currently snow on the ground outside, which is so, it's just so amazing. It makes my heart so happy. I love snow. So, that is it that I have for today's episode. I feel like it was kind of short, but I feel like we talked about a lot of things. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and make sure that you are sharing some of the podcast posts to your Instagram story and that you are telling people about it and that like you're sharing links with people so that way we can just get more people to listen in on the podcast Um, especially if it's something that you enjoy then send it to someone else that you think they might also enjoy it. So I'm just I'm really thankful that you guys are listening and that you are enjoying it so We will be back here next Saturday at 1030 or whenever you want to listen to the podcast. So that is all for now. And I will have you here again on Saturday.